What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name is Kyle. In this video, it's uh, it's Wednesday, October 26th. We're going to go over the fantasy preview for week eight. We're going to look at the start-sit charts for all of the week eight games, and uh, I'll kind of just go over who I think should be starting and uh, kind of give you my take on the game. So uh, I did put the link in the description if you guys want to follow along and, and keep track of the start-sit charts as well. Uh, and then I did put the, this is the Vegas chart for the week. So teams at the top here projected to score more points teams at the bottom this week that we kind of want to avoid, uh, down here in red as well. So check that out. Uh, and then let's get into it. Our Thursday night football game. We have the Baltimore Ravens at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, in terms of this game, we're waiting for a couple guys. There's some injury concerns that we have to deal with on the Baltimore Ravens side. We're waiting to see if Mark Andrews is going to play. He did not practice at all Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. He's listed as questionable. Uh, Rashad Bateman did get a full practice in on Wednesday, so he's good to go. Uh, and then otherwise, Gus Edwards down here with a knee. He did get a full, uh, you know, slate of snaps on Sunday. After, you know, his first game back, so I think they're just being cautious with him. Uh, but definitely concerns on Mark Andrews. I think if you have Mark Andrews, you want to make sure you have a backup just in case. Uh, I, I don't know how to read this. It's a short week. Maybe he doesn't play as they're waiting for week nine. Uh, but on the Ravens side, you're starting Lamar Jackson. I think even if Mark Andrews plays, you're still going to roll him out. He's got the rushing upside that we like to see. Uh, and then Gus Edwards can be a nice running back too. I think he's more useful in standard or half PPR leagues. Uh, Rashad Bateman, <clears throat> again, if Mark Andrews doesn't play, I think Rashad Bateman's probably uh, a pretty good start. And if Mark does play, he's kind of a wide receiver three flex. If no Mark Andrews, we're going to go with Devin Duvernay as a flex play. I'm open to starting this Ravens defense. Again, the Bucks offense just has been stale. Uh, you know, the last handful of weeks here. So I think it's a, a decent start for the Ravens. Kenyon Drake, Justice Hill, they're going to figure in uh, for running back snaps. And then if no Mark Andrews, I suppose Isaiah Likely, you know, there's Travis Kelsey, Gerald Everett on by. If you need a tight end, maybe Isaiah Likely can be added off the waivers. On the Buccaneers side, Tom Brady, I have him listed as a QB too. Uh, I do think he can be used as a top 10, top 12 quarterback play, but I'm um, just being cautious with him. Leonard Fournette, kind of a low end RB1. You're starting Evans, you're starting Godwin. And then again, if you need a tight end, the rookie tight end for Tampa Bay, Cade Otten's been playing really well. Uh, two of the last three games has been over double digits in PPR. Maybe the Buccaneers defense. Uh, I'm not sure if I feel great about that. Rashad White, someone that we want to watch on the bench. Russell Gage and Cameron Bray both ruled out already. Assuming Julio Jones is going to be ruled out in this one. Uh, this is going to be a tight game. Ravens at Buccaneers. Bucks just have not been playing well. It feels like the Ravens have the momentum. So I'm going to lean with the Ravens on this one, but it, it really could go either way. Uh, but let's go to the Sunday early, early game in London. We have the Denver Broncos at the Jacksonville Jags. Uh, in terms of must starts for this one, uh, the Broncos offense is just not not scoring points. They score the most points per game in the league. I think Russell Wilson's going to play. He's going to be a quarterback two option. I don't know if I trust him in QB one leagues. If you, if you're in a 10 or 12 man league, I might look elsewhere for a quarterback. Uh, Cortland Sutton continue to use him. I know he's been down the last two games here, but uh, it's hard to ignore his first five weeks for me. So I think he's a wide receiver three flex. Greg Dolchich, if you need tight end help, he could be of use. He's had two double digit games in his first two career games. Jerry Judy, a flex play. If you're using a running back for Denver, it's probably Latavius Murray. He did get the goal line touchdown last week. Uh, I'm open to starting the Broncos defense. They remain a pretty good defense. KJ Hamler, Melvin Gordon, I just don't trust these guys. I know Melvin Gordon's listed as the starter or whatever, but it's just hard to trust for me. Uh, I guess if you needed a, a high floor of maybe 7 to 9, 10 points, something like that, it's okay. On the Jag side, I think Trevor Lawrence. 
Again, the Broncos defense is pretty good. Lawrence can be a quarterback too for Superflex. Don't know if I trust him for streaming purposes. Travis Etienne, though, with the James Robinson trade, he's I have him as an RB two. He might be an RB one. I just I'm, I'm being cautious because of the tough Broncos defense, but I like Etienne a lot in this one. I'm going to try and get him in as many lineups as you can. Uh, Christian Kirk in the slot. The Broncos have a good, you know, they have Pat Sertan Jr. On the outside, I think Christian Kirk's going to be uh, very reliable in the slot in this one. Evan Ingram comes into play. The Broncos are pretty leaky against tight ends. Zay Jones, I have him as a flex. I don't know if I love the matchup. Again, we mentioned Pat Sertan Jr. He's probably going to be on Zay or Marvin Jones on the outside. Maybe the Jags defense. It's hard to trust uh, for me. And then we'll leave all these guys here on the bench. We'll see what happens. I'm curious to see who the, the RB2 is for the Jags. It might be Dare Ogun Mawale. Maybe it's Jermichael Hasty. Not really sure what's going to happen. Broncos desperate for a win. I think they're going to pull it out, uh, but we will see. It's a tough game either way, but I'm just, it's kind of fun having, you know, waking up and having London football. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but let's move on to the early games here. Panthers at the Falcons. PJ Walker going to get the start. Uh, he, he was able to beat Tom Brady last week. And I think there's, uh, there's potential for Baker Mayfield or Sam Darnold to be available next week if this game goes bad. So PJ Walker, only a super flex option if you need someone super deep. Uh, Deonta Foreman, the guy that you probably want to, uh, to rely on this week. It looks like Chuba Hubbard did not practice today with that ankle. So that's making me like uh, Foreman a little bit more as a steady RB2. The Falcons defense, not really anything uh, too scary. You're starting DJ Moore again after that nice game last week. I think he's entering our circle of trust here. He's a wide receiver three flex. And then if Chubba plays, he's, he's a low end RB two flex. I don't know if I trust it. I'm open to starting this Panthers defense. We're not scared of the, of the Falcons offense. And then just leave all the other guys here for Carolina on the bench. Just nobody to trust on the Falcon side. Mariota is just a quarterback two for super flex. Kyle Pitts. I have him as a tight end one, but it might be time to, to leave him on the bench. I think I'd rather start Greg Dolchich. I'm even looking at maybe guys like Kate Otten or something like that over him. Algier and Drake London, even these guys don't feel great in my lineups this week. So try to avoid Atlanta if you can. I think this Carolina defense is better than people give it credit for. Uh, Zacchaeus, Demir Bird, Caleb Huntley, just kind of whatever. I'm going to lean with the Panthers. I think they're the momentum team right now. P.J. Walker, if he can get another win, uh, we'll be looking at some questions for QB uh, in week nine here. So we'll move on to the next game. The Chicago Bears at the Dallas Cowboys on the Cowboys side. I don't think Ezekiel Elliott's going to play. I haven't listed as doubtful. He did not practice today. He sounded like he could play uh, just in his interview, but already not practicing on Wednesday with the knee, the MCL. I'm going to probably lean towards him not playing this weekend. So Tony Pollard is the RB1 uh, on the Outlook radar right now. You're starting Dak Prescott. You're starting Tony Pollard, CeeDee Lamb. I think Dalton Schultz is back into our good graces as a tight end one option. And then Michael Pollard or <laughs> Michael Gallup, he's been frustrating the last two games, but I think he can be a wide receiver three flex. I need to remove Tony Pollard from here. I already have him up there. Start that Cowboys defense, one of the top defenses you can play. And then Noah Brown will leave him on the bench. On the bear side, Justin Fields coming to life. I think I have him as a QB two, but I don't hate him as a fringe QB one this week. He's been playing really good the last three or four games. Uh, with that rushing upside, he's been looking much, much improved, and the Bears' offense improved as well. Uh, David Montgomery, there might be a changing in the tides here. We might see more Khalil Herbert as the season goes on. So I might actually move Montgomery down to a flex, just like Herbert. I think if you need these guys as low-end RB2 flex plays, that's kind of how I would view it. Darnell Mooney, just a wide receiver three flex play. Maybe the Bears defense. I don't know if I trust it. They did look really good against the Patriots. Uh, Pettis and Equinemia St. Brown, they're going to be on the field a lot, but I don't know if I trust them for fantasy. So uh, some slight optimism for the Bears. I'm going to lean with the Cowboys, though. It is at home. Good defense. Uh, we'll see if Tony Pollard can uh, can deliver an RB1 day for us. 
moving on to the Dolphins and the Detroit Lions, man, they stumbled out of the gates, you know, out of their bye week. Just not a very good week. I think Jared Goff is a quarterback, too, for Superflex. It sounds like DeAndre Swift was practicing today. Let me double check this for you. Uh, DeAndre Swift gets in a full practice. So I would say he's on track to play uh, that extra week of rest, extra two weeks of rest with the bye week and then not playing last week. I think Swift's on track to play. You want to get him in your lineups. Amon Ross St. Brown, get him in your lineups. TJ Hawkinson for sure. Uh, and then maybe Jamal Williams is kind of a low-end RB2 flex play. Say no to this defense. Josh Reynolds, Khalif Raymond, Craig Reynolds, whatever. Don't trust these guys. Start your Dolphins. You're starting Tua as a top 10 QB. You're starting Moster. He might even be a running back one in this matchup. Tyreek and Jalen Waddle, these guys are in for sure. Uh, and then Detroit Lions, just because their defense is so bad, that might that might make Mike Jasicki an interesting tight end streamer. So if you need someone, I'm open to Jasicki. Start that Dolphins defense. Again, we're not really scared of this Lions offense right now. They've looked putrid, you know, against the, the Cowboys last week and then going back before their bye to the Patriots game. No offense to be heard of. Leave Edmonds and Sherfield on the bench, but it's coming up Dolphins. I know it's in Detroit, but I'm, I'm liking the Dolphins a lot in this one. Let's look at the Arizona Cardinals and the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings coming off of a bye week. Cardinals starting to find their mojo on offense. This is a, this is going to be a really fun game. This might be one of my favorite noon games uh, of the week here. On the Vikings side, Kirk Cousins can be a low-end QB1 play. You're starting Dalvin Cook. You're starting Justin Jefferson. And then Irv Smith, he's been kind of the popular tight end play of the week. I've getting... I've gotten so many questions. I have Travis Kelsey on by. Who do I pick up? And it's like, it's Irv Smith. He's been the guy that's been widely available in a lot of leagues. So I'm very into Irv Smith in terms of fantasy points allowed. The Cardinals uh, allowing the most points to the tight end position. So it's a good smash spot for Irv Smith. I like him as a streamer. Adam Thielen, just kind of a low-end uh, wide receiver three flex. I don't trust the Vikings defense in this one. They have been playing well, but the Cardinals offense starting to heat up. Osborne and Madison will leave those guys on the bench. For the Cardinals, you're starting Kyler Murray. I think James Conner, he got a limited day of practicing today. Let me double check this for you. Uh, James Conner here, limited. He's probably got a chance to play this week, so that's going to take some steam off of Eno Benjamin. Uh, I think if Conner plays, you're going to put him in there as an RB2. If Conner's out, you're going to play Eno Benjamin as a, as a running back, too. Uh, Hopkins locked in as a wide receiver one. He's going to be a target hog. Zach Ertz can be a tight end one for you. Uh, and then Rondell Moore, he kind of he dudded last week with the, the Greg Dorch game and, and just not really being involved in the offense. So he's a low-end wide receiver three flex play at best. I don't know if I trust him. Probably not going to trust that Cardinals defense either leave Robbie Anderson Keontae Greg Dorch on the bench uh fun game I, I think the Vikings coming off a bye though at home I'm going to lean with the Vikings but man good game uh for the NFC looking at the Raiders and the Saints uh fun game here Andy Dalton's been named the starter for week eight already and Michael Thomas missed practice today like he's I don't know what it is. He's just, he just can't get on the field. They have him listed here as do not practice. Same with Jarvis Landry. So that's wheels up for Chris Olave. I think Andy Dalton, just a low-end QB2 play. Uh, but if you look at the fantasy points allowed chart, the Raiders allow the most points to quarterback. So I think it's a good matchup for Andy Dalton. If you wanted to you know, play with fire and, and, and stream him for your Patrick Mahomes or your Justin Herbert, I'm open to it. I think Alvin Kamara's in your lineup for sure. Chris Olave, I probably need to move him up to wide receiver too. Taysom Hill is a fine tight end option for you. And again, we're watching the health of Michael Thomas. If he plays, I don't know if I trust him in his first game back. I'm open to leaving him on the bench. Uh, and then if you need tight end, maybe Jawan Johnson. He had the big game on Thursday Night Football last week. Maybe the Raiders defense, probably not, or the the Saints defense, but probably not. And then we'll leave all these uh, all these names here, all these old guys on the bench. 
For the Raiders, uh, Derek Carr, a quarterback two for Superflex Leagues. Don't know if I trust him in QB1s. Josh Jacobs, I, I mean, oh my God, he's just been on fire the last three games. He's locked and loaded as a top five, top 10 running back play. You're starting Devontae. Darren Waller was able to get a limited day in at practice. Let me just double check that for you guys. Uh, there he is, limited at practice. So it looks like the, the offense is getting healthier. Hunter Renfro, just kind of a low-end wide receiver three flex play. If Waller plays, go ahead and play him. Uh, maybe the Raiders defense, but again, they let up a lot of points here. I don't know if I trust that. Leave Matt Collins, Foster Moreau on the bench. Super fun game. The Saints are desperate for a win. I can see them pulling this one out. So I'm going to lean with the with the Saints here. But man, Raiders offense starting to come alive here with Josh Jacobs. The New England Patriots and the New York Jets. They've pretty much already said Mac Jones is going to be the starter in this one here. So we'll, we'll roll with that as far as must starts for the Patriots. It's pretty much Ramondre Stevenson and Jacoby Myers. That's about it. I'm not going to dabble with Damian Harris until we see otherwise. Hunter Henry, Devontae Parker, Tyquan Thornton. I just don't feel like playing whack-a-mole uh, with the other positions. But Ramondre Stevenson, oh my God, he looks so good. Uh, he's a running back one right now. The usage for him is insane. So continue to, to rely on him. And again, Jacoby Myers is the wide receiver three flex for PPR leagues. On the Jets side. They get James Robinson. I don't know how much he's going to play this week. Michael Carter is going to be listed as a, a running back, too, for me. I think he's still the passing down back. They might put James Robinson in short and goal line situations, but we'll see. They're also going to use Ty Johnson, so you might be looking at kind of like a three-way committee here. So don't get super excited about Michael Carter. I think if you have Michael Carter, I might be open to trading him away as you know potential sell-high moment. Uh, but overall... I'm not really seeing much excitement on the Jets offense. Their, their defense is playing great, but Wilson, barely usable for quarterback two super flex leagues. Michael Carter, uh, a fine running back two option this week in PPR leagues. Uh, and then Garrett Wilson. I don't think Corey Davis is going to play. Did he practice today? Let me see. I believe he got a limited day in that practice. Oops, I hit the, the Eagles. Corey Davis did not practice with a knee, so that opens things up for Garrett Wilson Maybe Elijah Moore, but at this point, guys, I just don't know if I can recommend starting a Jets receiver. So it's pretty much Michael Carter, and that's it. We'll watch James Robinson. Maybe Tyler Conklin has a game. Uh, but try to avoid the Jets if you can. Uh, I'm looking at Ramondre Stevenson game here. So I'm going to lean with the Patriots in this one. I think they uh, were embarrassed on Monday Night Football. They'll come back and try to put their best effort into the Jets. Um Battle for Pennsylvania, the Steelers at the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Eagles just made a big trade today for Robert Quinn. That defense is going to be fire right now. It's it's a fun time to be a Philadelphia sports fan. For the Eagles, you're starting Hurts, you're starting Sanders, AJ Brown, Devonta Smith, Dallas Goddard. That's locked. Like you're you're. I shouldn't get any questions on those guys. Start the Eagles defense. Gainwell, Scott, Quez Watkins will leave these guys on the bench here. The Steelers, though. How good can they play against this really good Eagles defense? I think Kenny Pickett, just a quarterback two option for super flex leagues. I don't love it. Najee Harris, he came through uh, in, in PPR leagues kind of last week. So continue to use him as a low end RB2. He's just purely a volume play at this point. Uh, and then, you know, look at the tight end and the flex guys I got here. I think Pat Frymuth continues to be a nice tight end one option. Uh, and then Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, Chase Claypool. They're all kind of flex plays at this point. They're not must starts. Uh, if I had to choose one, it's probably George Pickens. I think he's been the best uh, of the bunch here of the last handful of games. You're probably still going to start Deontay Johnson, uh, but I'm, I'm open to starting Pickens, and then Claypool's probably the third guy there. Say no to the Steelers' defense, and we'll keep watching Jalen Warren. But Eagles going to continue to roll here. I see them moving on to 7-0. and And then we get to the late games. Uh, the Titans at the Texans. Uh, we're watching Ryan Tannehill here. I should add a Q next to his name. He did not practice with an ankle injury today. I'm thinking he's going to play, so we'll keep that in mind. But it's Derrick Henry week. The Texans really bad against the running back, so Derrick Henry locked and loaded. Robert Woods, 
eh, he's kind of useful. Maybe not. I don't know if I trust him. Um, I'm open to starting the Titans defense, though, in this one. Nick Westbrook, Dante Hilliard, uh, Dontrell Hilliard, Hooper, just say no. Uh, and I will say, uh, I, I, but I think Traylon Brooks has an opportunity to play next week, and he's on IR right now. So if you uh, check your waiver wires, check your league, see if Traylon Brooks is out there. If you can stash him, I think he's going to be playing next week. So something to look forward to um, <clears throat> for the future for the Titans. On the Texan side, Davis Mills, just a quarterback two option for Superflex Leagues. You're starting Damian Pierce. He's locked and loaded as like a top 10 running back right now just on volume. The dude's had 20-plus touches in four straight games, and he's getting more and more involved as a receiver, so you love that. Brandon Cook's just a wide receiver three flex play at best. Say no to this the Texans' defense. Nobody on this, on this team here I, I trust. Uh, they did just acquire Tyron Johnson, but we'll see. Uh, start your Damian Pierce. <clears throat> Titans should win this game, but I'm, I'm open to the Texans being feisty. Let's move on to the Washington Commanders and the Indianapolis Colts. <clears throat> the interesting wrinkle to this game, these teams are playing without Carson Wentz and Matt Ryan this week. Kind of funny. Uh, on the commander side, Taylor Heineke, quarterback two for Superflex League. I think Brian Robinson, a nice running back two start. He's been, you know, double digits the last two games for PPR purposes. So keep him in mind. <clears throat> and then Terry McLaurin. Continue to fire him up as a wide receiver three. Uh, Curtis Samuel is a nice wide receiver three flex play as well. And then Antonio Gibson, <clears throat> he's actually been pretty, he's been looking good. He, like, he looks like he's a still a good player. They're using him more than J.D. McKissick, so they kind of push McKissick down. Gibson and Robinson, both the guys that I think I trust most. I'm open to the commander's defense going up against the uh, the youngster Sam Ellinger there. And then leave J.D., Logan, Jahan Dotson, all these guys on the bench. On the Colts side, I mean, the must start is Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman. After that, I mean, Ellinger, if you're desperate, he can be a quarterback, too, for Superflex Leagues. Paris Campbell's been hot. I don't know if I'm going to recommend starting him, though. But if he has a good game, I wouldn't be surprised. And he could be a guy that we look at going forward as maybe a wide receiver three flex. He's kind of like a Curtis Samuel type. And then Naheem Hines, uh, he finally came back. He had, what, nine PPR points last week. So we'll watch for him. But uh, I'm not super excited about these flex plays. They're more emergency plays if you need them. Uh, and then I'm still open to playing the Colts defense. It's a good defense. And we're not super, you know, concerned about Taylor Heineke, who uh, is pretty turnover prone at times. Pierce, Granton, Mo Ali Cox, Johnny Wood, leave these guys on the bench. Uh, this one's 50-50. I, I think the commanders, though, have some momentum, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if they pull this one off. So I'll lean with the commanders on the road. Uh, the 49ers and the Rams. Uh, interesting game here for the 49ers. Of course, you're starting Christian McCaffrey. You're starting George Kittle. I should probably spell his name right. Uh, and then Brandon, I should spell Ayuk's name right too. I, I have some ed edits to make here, I see. Uh, but we're watching the health of Debo Samuel. He did not practice today with a hamstring injury. Their injury reports aren't in yet, but he did not practice today. If he doesn't play, I think you got to get Brandon Ayuk in your lineup. Uh, but everything just points to McCaffrey being a, a boss in this one. Start the 49ers defense. Jeff Wilson, Juwan, Tyron Davis-Price, just say no. I suppose if you need a quarterback, two for Superflex, Jimmy Garoppolo can be your man. On the Ram side, coming off a bye, Stafford, just a, a he's a high-end QB2. I don't know if I trust him in QB1 leagues. You're starting Cooper Cup. I think Tyler Higby's a nice tight end option as well. Uh, and then these guys down here, Daryl Henderson, Allen Robinson, we're, we're, we're kind of on the fence with these guys. I think Daryl Henderson can be a, a fringe running back two flex play, and Robinson can be a wide receiver three flex play, but I'm not super excited about it. Rams, def Rams offense. You know, you have the Packers, the Buccaneers, and the Rams all struggling on offense. Just start the studs, and I think I'm okay with these guys sitting on my bench. Maybe the Rams defense, but I don't know. I, I have good thoughts here for the 49ers offense. And then keep in mind, Kyron Williams, 
Uh, I should probably list him as out. They did say he's not going to play week eight, but he's a guy worth stashing. He could be a player uh, that gets more work as the season progresses here. Again, they're not super excited about the running back room, but we'll see. Uh, and then Van Jefferson coming back as well. I don't know if he plays this week, but just someone to keep an eye on. Uh, and then the last uh, the last uh, late game here, the Giants and the Seahawks. Six and one Giants, man. I think Daniel Jones is a top 10 QB play this week. He continues to get it done with the legs. You're starting Saquon Barkley as a top five running back. And then Wandale Robinson's entering our circle of trust as a wide receiver three flex play in PPR leagues. <clears throat> I'm open to starting that Giants defense and then just leave all these junky, you know, players on the bench here. For the Seahawks, we're watching the health of DK Metcalf. He did not practice today. They're leaving it open for him to play, but I'm going to assume he's doubtful. I, I wouldn't expect him to play. He needs more time to heal. So who are the must-starts here? <clears throat> if, if DK plays, I like Geno Smith, but he's just a quarterback, too, for Superflex. Got to continue to start Kenneth Walker. He's the volume guy. And then if no DK Metcalf, I think Tyler Lockett's looking like a pretty good play. Uh, say no to the Seahawks defense. I think that's where I'm going to be. Uh, and nobody else really here that I trust uh, in my fantasy lineup. So it's kind of an ugly game here. Start the running backs and and, and, and hold your nose. But we should watch a lot of running backs and a lot of uh, de uh, <clears throat> defensive football in this one. I'm leaning towards the Seahawks, though, uh, at home here. Maybe Kenneth Walker goes off. We'll see. Uh, let's move on to Sunday night football. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Green Bay Packers at the Buffalo Bills. Um, this one's going to be ugly. It, it could be really ugly for the Packers. I think for Packers must start, it's Aaron Jones, end of list. Aaron Rodgers, a quarterback, too, for Superflex Leagues. I suppose Robert Tunyon could be an interesting tight end option. It sounds like Alan Lazard's not going to play, so he might be their leading receiver on the day. We can't trust Romeo Dobbs. I might even put him here on the bench. Say no to the Packers defense, A.J. Dillon, Watkins. I just I don't trust it. It's Aaron Jones. That's only part of the Packers offense that we want. On the Bills side, coming off a bye, you want everybody in there. Josh Allen, Singletary, Diggs, Davis, even Dawson Knox. I think you're starting all these guys. Start that Bills defense. And then McKenzie, James Cook, Khalil Shakir. Leave those guys on the bench. But I'm watching the slot play here because if they come out of the bye with more Khalil Shakir than Isaiah McKenzie, he might, we might be talking about him on the waiver wire. So Sunday night football, watch for Khalil Shakir versus McKenzie. See who's on the field more. Uh, we could be talking about him in the future very soon, but I'm, it's coming up bills here. I just, the Packers offense, man, it, it needs, uh, it needs something. Uh, Monday night football, Cincinnati Bengals at the Cleveland Browns Bengals offense. You want to get your guys in there. You're starting Burrow, Mixon, Chase, and Higgins. I think Hayden Hurst is an interesting tight end option this week if you need someone for Kelsey. And then at this point, Tyler Boyd, man, he's he's very boomer bust, but he's proven uh, to be kind of fun when he hits. So I think he's a wide receiver three flex play. I'm open to starting this Bengals defense. Uh, no Samaj P. Ryan, but uh, I'm, I'm open to the Bengals defense in this one. On the Brown side, Jacoby Brissett, just a low-end QB2 for Superflex Leagues. Continue to start Nick Chubb. He's he's the only must-start player on this team. Kareem Hunt, a kind of a low-end RB2 flex play. Amari Cooper, though, continues to look good in his role as the wide receiver one there. So I like him as a wide receiver two. Uh, and then with no with no David Njoku, Harrison Bryant's a guy that you could potentially stream for Travis Kelsey. Uh, he's going to be the leading tight end on the day. He could be in for a nice one. Uh, and then Donovan Peoples-Jones. He's actually been playing really well the last handful of games. Uh, he's got maybe an 8 to 10 point PPR floor. And then just with no Njoku, it makes me a little bit more open to the idea of him having a nice game. So uh, keep him in mind if you need a wide receiver three flex. Uh, say no to the, the Browns defense, and then we'll keep these guys here on the bench. The Bengals, one of the hottest teams right now, one of the hottest offenses in the league. I'm going to go with Cincinnati in this one on Monday Night Football. And that is it. That is the Week 8 Fantasy Preview. Uh, I want to thank you guys for hanging out with me and watching this video. I will be going live Thursday night 
about uh, about 45 minutes before kickoff, 6.30 p.m. Central Time. So if you guys want to come around, answer or get your questions answered, please do so. Uh, and then, yeah, check out the fantasyfellowship.com. Check out the Tip Talk. Subscribe if you are new. We're trying to get to uh, 600 subscribers next. That's the next goal. So I appreciate you guys. I appreciate your time. Enjoy the rest of your evening, and we'll see you on Thursday night. Peace. Peace.